Marado Lens, a feminist podcast hosted by two childhood friends who tell about embracing your inner bluba, sex, and culture. Always funny, always real. And today we have the beautiful um, new mother, Tatiana Taro. How are you, Tatiana? Hi, my love. How are you? Good, good. good. Happy New Year. If you're listening to this, it is 2018. Mm-hmm. Hello, Ooh. welcome. Welcome, welcome. New year, there'll be changes, new Mm -hmm. ideas. Exactly, and that's the topic of today's show. We're going to be talking about how to empower yourself and your intuition so that you can set those intentions, those goals, those vision boards, and all that good stuff um, for the new year, because everyone has them, everyone makes them, how do you keep them? Um, But first and foremost, Tatiana is going to talk about the difference of mm-hmm. intuition versus paranoia because you know we all in our heads we all have worries we all have thoughts right so Tatiana how are you doing um well I'm doing well thankfully you know it's been quite a wild journey here with my newborn baby um uh, <laughs> but um we bring up a really interesting topic because I do get this question often, and I know that a lot of us are struggling with kind of even trusting our intuition on a day-to-day basis. So when Mm -hmm. we have this thing, paranoia, how do we distinguish the two? Because there is kind of like a fine line between the two. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, um, I mean, what what would most people's definition of intuition would be? Um, It's very Instinctive. It's very um, present moment. It's a feeling. It's a knowing without any kind of like rational explanation. And it's a gut instinct, right? But so so is paranoia. Paranoia is very much in correlation with fear. And where do we feel fear in our guts, in our mm-hmm. stomach? So when both aspects are kind of like gut instinct, how do we distinguish the two? Um, it's funny, I've been having this conversation with close friends and a lot of people on social media in the past, and I think what most people bring up in in figuring out the difference is, is a matter of feeling, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get intuition, my uh, experience of it is like this flash of insight that is very present moment. It's not like I'm seeking any knowledge. It's not like I'm seeking a particular question. It comes in. So I, my mind hasn't been really dwelling in the past or the future. Um, it's just information streaming in from your higher self. Whereas paranoia, being a fear-based emotion, a fear-based vibration, it could be bent. It can be based on past trauma, past worry, experiences you're bringing into the present that you haven't found, uh, found closure with that it's a very heavy feeling and it's kind of like OCD, some sort of um, mental disorder in many ways. Mm-hmm. So, so one, intuition doesn't, um, you know, it, it's not time-based. It's very present moment. So we're not going to be like um, bringing up the past in order to necessarily get the information that we need. Right. So that's so- one way. So, Tatiana, when you say yeah. present moment, do you, is there a way to kind of, like, really, like, describe that? So, it, are you saying it's almost, like, non-emotional? Like, it's just, like, right. it, yeah, feel, it's neutral. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. intuition is very neutral, all right? You're not going to really have positive or negative emotions embedded in it. It just is what it is. It's like flashes of insight. It comes up. Mm-hmm. Whereas paranoia, fear-based emotion, it, it is very heavy um, with with fear. I mean, with, with feelings. It's, mm-hmm. it's very emotionally charged, right? And so that's one way of distinguishing it. Um yeah, it, it can be very dark and heavy and definitely reflecting, like, wounds from the past. Um, intuition, when you feel like you're on the right boat, it can be very nurturing. It can be a, a, an affirming kind of nudge in the right direction. But what was really interesting is that, you know, once you kind of think about it, intuition and paranoia can have the same message sometimes it's just a matter of how they feel um and so your intuition can be telling you the same thing your paranoia is telling you except you're not going to feel kind of stifled you're not going to feel like you can't breathe or you have this anxiety it's just going to come in like oh okay i'm clear about this i'm aware of this this is a message streaming in i feel expansive whereas you're not going to feel expansive with paranoia it's you know, it's going to be like a debilitating feeling in many ways, almost as if you have no power. Um, so that so, heavy feeling, that heavy feeling that you speak about when it's about fear or paranoia, which is a form of fear and anxiety, it's like how do you really, now that you're self-aware, right? That's the first step. Let's be self-aware of intuition, what that feels like, which we mentioned is very neutral. It's not emotional. It's very present, Right. That's what you're saying. And then you're saying that paranoia, a.k.a. fear or anxiety comes from a place that feels heavy. It's about the future or the past. Right. It's not about present. Um, and you're also saying that um, identifying these two is the foundation to working with your intuition. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to better yourself for yeah. the new year and beyond. Yeah. So working with these um it dives into a lot of stuff because it is about being mindful. It is about knowing yourself very intimately. And it's about doing shadow work. It's mm-hmm. about digging into aspects of yourself that you don't want to, things that might not be pretty, things that you're not ready to confront. And you're going to have to in order to know the difference because you're going to have to know what you're fearful of in order to recognize that sort of gut feeling when it comes up. Well, you and, know what's and, funny? And, um, when we recorded back in 2017 with Tatiana, Cindy, mm. um, she spoke briefly on shadow work. And she said a true healer in Curandera, like once you're at the point of a practitioner, one thing you need to learn how to identify is, is shadow work and how to work with your, with your um, patients or your people through shadow work as well. And you said that one day you'll get into that. And look, it's full circle, 2018. And, <laughs> and here you are talking about this is, again... What you mentioned last time, it's the foundation. How do you um, recognize the darkness, embrace it to help you move forward? And you know what? So this is actually a really great practice because now that we're in the new year, you want to start off on the right direction. You want to be able to to, to trust your intuition and and to tell the difference. Um, And so a a, a good way of doing that is it may not be, um, you know, pleasant, but you can write a list of things that you fear and things that, um, you know, prohibit you from feeling expansive and feeling powerful. You Things that you would necessarily be paranoid about 
whether that is finances or your partner cheating on you or um, self-esteem issues or self-worth and stuff. You want to make a list so that, you know, should it rear its head in the future, you can distinguish, okay, this is not my intuition. This is me worrying and being toxic and allowing my thoughts getting the best of me. The paranoia is kind of like your own self-talk, taking another, like OCD of self-talk, and you can't stop it. And it's this incessant negative toxic chatter that makes you think that it's valid when it's not. So in order by, you know, writing this list and being aware that these are my dark aspects, this is what I'm, I'm bringing to the surface to work with, bam, you've got something to start off there instead of being out of the loop. And intuition, intuitive practices, well, intuition should feel light. It should feel, um, bless you. Just a baby. Yes. Sahara. And she just sneezed on that, so she's affirming it. Adorable. Yeah, to our listeners, if you hear a little cooing in the background, that is Tatiana's new baby girl. She's a working mother, so we're going to have um, the pleasure of hearing a little baby girl in the background. The magic. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, she's very intuitive, too, so she'll start chiming in when she feels like <laughs> <laughs> Um, But, yeah, you know, intuitive practices is more about you taking the time, a, a minute or two a day, to just centering your mind or dropping into your heart space. Dropping into your heart space, I would say, is just um, finding a peaceful moment in your day and kind of placing awareness around your heart chakra, the center of your chest. So switching your mindfulness from all the chatter in your brain to feeling with your heart, um, which they say has um, has more power than the brain. Mm. Um, it's more powerful than the brain. That's so beautiful. Yeah, so once we start feeling a little bit more, that's where your intuition kicks in because, by all means, it's not logical. It's not a rational process. So when mm-hmm. we're able to push aside and, and kind of just be able to recognize things from an, a, a vibrational standpoint, a feeling standpoint, that's when we're in tune with our intuition. It, it, but all this is practice, really. We're not going to get it in a matter of a day or, or a couple of minutes. We have to really um, use our intentions to, 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 on a daily basis to know, okay, what's our shadow side? What's our intuition? You know, and then inevitably it will kick in. But those are some practices you could take into this new year, um, definitely, so that you can be at least a little bit more aligned than you were in 2017. Right, which is the point of growth, right? Of course. And, and with that, Tatiana, um, what would be your best advice for people that, you know, they have their hearts set on, you know, the new year and intention and they're really ready to, like, just do the work. and But yet they're, they're trying to make peace with some, like, grievances from the, from the past year. Like, mm-hmm. how do they, what would you suggest for someone to do? Oh, my God, there's so many things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, there's so many things. Okay, so I'm going to give you two, and mm-hmm. bear with me. I might be a little chatty. Oh, um, please One. go on. There is no bearing with you. Go on. <laughs> okay, because, okay, so the description is, might be lengthy. But one is a baño, mm-hmm. because 
you know, one, we're, we're talking about removing toxicity, removing stale energy, removing things from our path, especially from 2017. We're starting off the gates. Um, you know, the gates are open. We're starting off with new intentions and new vibe, hopefully. And we don't want to bring any of that gunk into this new year. Um, we're like new souls, new identities. Ooh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> over here. Um, yeah, let it out, Mama. We're just about to talk about letting out the gas. <laughs> so, um, one thing that I use periodically are baños, spiritual bath cleansings, right? And a, a, a favorite of mine that is used often in hoodoo practices, um, African-American folk magic, is an okra bath. I don't know if I spoke mm, about this. No, no, go on. I've never even heard of an okra bath. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you actually look at it online, there's various ways of preparing this okra bath. But okra is a food. It's a vegetable that mm-hmm. has a lot of spiritual properties and is very high vibrational. Um, now, a lot of practitioners use this to actually remove, like, mal de ojo or um, hexes, severe hexes. But you could actually just use it as a, a common cleanse. Um, if you're mentally confused, if you feel like there's a lot on the mind, if you feel very overweight with negative energy, um, anything of the sort, you don't necessarily have to feel like you've been hexed or that's what's going on. You can use this banyo. Mm. So what you want to do is take about, Annie, about 20 pods of okra. And you need a streamer is it called a streamer like you know a pasta streamer you know oh, yeah, like a strainer mm-hmm. strainer there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay and a big bowl and you want the bowl to be big enough to encompass enough water that is going to cover your whole body in the mm-hmm. bath because it's not a banyo that you're soaking in this is a banyo that you're gonna you know Pour throw over, over your head mm-hmm. yeah yeah so this is good because it's a lot of people don't have the luxury of having a bathtub. So this is kind of something that everybody can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you take the 20 pods of fresh okra and you soak them in this bowl of water. And as you're soaking them in the bowl of water, you want to immerse your hands and you want to squeeze the, the okra pods and squeeze them to the tiniest pieces that you could ever squeeze. Inside of the okra, there's this gooey, gooey Yes, juice. there is this gooey uh-huh. stuff in there. Mm. It is very gooey. And that is the substance, spiritually, that is going to attract all the stagnant, lower vibrational energy. It's going to trap it in the goo. Mm. So you want all that goo. You want to make sure that all of it is taken out of all these pods. And as you're straining it with your hands and squeezing it, you're praying into the water. You're putting your energy into the water, emitting exactly what it is that you want to happen. You can invoke your higher self, your spirit guides, your ancestors. You know, I'll say to the highest good of all involved in love and light, I ask spirit that you bring forth my higher self, spirit guides, my ancestors to guide me. I ask that you uh, bless this bath um, and, and use it to cleanse me, bring me prosperity and wealth and protection from all, all negative forms, seen and unseen. And, um, you know, whatever it is that you're using that bath for, you're going to just tell the water. And you're going to give thanks as well um, to the spirit 
and the unseen forces that are really activating it for you. And once you're done really squeezing it, you're just going to let it um, soak there for about 20, 30 minutes. And this is like with the skin on, like right? It. With the green skin on the okra? Yeah, but it ain't going to look like that by the time you're done. <laughs> you squeeze it and you're breaking it up mm -hmm. to tiny little pieces. And, yeah, so that it's all, like, floating in there. Got so um, so you're going to leave that there soaking. You could put it in your altar for higher effects. I like to put selenite around or different stones around just to activate the bath. Um, and some people like to take two white candles and you put it at the um, the ends of your, your bath. So one on one end, the other at the other end, so that when you're leaving your bathtub, it's kind of forming like a gate. Can you visualize that? I don't know if I'm articulating. Oh yeah, that I could. I could. But then again, we're Cindy and I. We're more the fortunate ones because we live in New Jersey. But all the New Yorkers right now, are like, yeah, what what other end? <laughs> Their bathrooms are like closets. Okay, so <laughs> you know, there's one end of the tub, and then there's the other end. Right, so right, one right. End, the tub has the faucet, the other end has a wall. <laughs> so right, and then if they're in a stand-up shower, they could just put them right outside their stand-up shower, right? It still kind of yep, has... Yep, mm -hmm. yep. So the whole concept is to, as you're done with your bath and you're leaving, these, you're, you're passing these candles that are forming like this invisible gateway of light, mm -hmm. right? And so that's what these two kind of pillars stand for, these candles there. Um, so you want to get those two candles and set it up at your shower or your bath. And you want to light them up before you take your baño. Now, your baño is still soaking here, and it's past 20, 30 minutes, and you're taking it out. You want to use your strainer and save all the gooey water, the gooey water, and strain out all the seeds and the green stuff. Okay, because you don't need that anymore. You don't need the skin and you don't need the seeds, but you do need the gooey water. Mm -hmm. um, and you take that water and you go into the bathtub um, and from the very top of your head to the bottom of your toes, you're just going to pour the substance all over you. Now, mind you, um, just giving you a heads up, is gooey. You know, a lot of people don't like it. It's, mm -hmm. it yeah, it's gooey. It's messy. But this is trapping all the negativity. This is trapping all the negative juju and the mal de ojo and the toxicity and the mental blockage and all that. So you want to cover your eyes, of course, close your mouth, cover your mouth, cover your ears. Um, don't put it inside your genitals, but, you know, around it, underneath your arms you know, past your booty, all of that. All, all aspects of yourself should be covered. Then you wash it all off. Make sure that your shower and your tub is all washed off. Little girl, stop pulling mommy's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, <laughs> wash it all off and um, dry yourself and get out of the shower. And, you know, your candle should be lit. And as you're getting out of the shower, um, you're, you know, you're passing these candles. This is like a final cleanse for you. Now, some people like to take a, an extra notch and put protection oil um, or what have you. Um, it's best for you to wear light colors after this baño because you don't want to attract any dense energy. Mm -hmm. Wear light colors the day, you know, wear white preferred or, or just, you know, pink or yellow or light blue if you don't have that. 
and um and, and so that's a basic uh cleanse that you can do mm-hmm. some people like to uh quote a psalm you know the book of psalms mm-hmm. um is heavily used in hoodoo practices but you know i don't i don't necessarily do that your intention is all that you need as long as you're very clear while squeezing the okra right um and you're invoking you know good spirits um you're good you know you're very clear with your intention of what you want to use you're good with that you don't need all this um well, there you have stuff. it brujas listening in 2018 mm-hmm. there's your go get your okra mm-hmm. it's very mm-hmm. interesting thank you for that i've never heard of that as much as i've heard of so many different other baños mm-hmm. for like mal de ojo that's that's new to me so yeah. thank you tatiana same here i haven't heard yes. of that one you will feel refreshed it's super <laughs> effective um um i give it to my fiance day i give it to myself you know the baby she's still a couple of months or young here so i'm not going to give her any baños but mm-hmm. <laughs> you will um, when she's older but like whenever i take it like things start popping you know yeah. this is actually really great for creatives that need to still be on the go so you know a lot of people ask me oh you know can I can I just eat the okra? No, you can't just eat the okra. This is just a bunch. <laughs> so, so <laughs> it's not the same thing. This is there's tradition steeped in this um, recipe. Right. So um, just follow it as is, and and you know, of course, you know, use your experience. See how it works for you. It may not work for everybody. Although I have a lot of people who have had phenomenal results with it, and I tell my clients to work with that before starting any stuff because sometimes you just need to periodically cleanse yourself right. um mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah doing that like once a month maybe even twice a month if need be is is a great way um aside from that i was gonna say break your year into quarters you know yeah, when, i do that yes right mm-hmm. yeah. it's less overwhelming <laughs> So you've got, wait, wait, three quarters in a year. Uh, you break it down into four months. Um, and so, you know, what are your it's goals? Four quarter, I would it's say four, right? It's four, four. Do you quarters. mean four quarters? and Yeah, four quarters in a year okay, because so I, it's every three months. Right, right. You're doing it every three months. I'm doing it every four months. So, so yeah. So, yes. Yeah, it could be four quarters. It could be, yes. Yeah. So um, get yourself in a journal. Mm-hmm. And... For those three months, um, I would say subcategorize your journal. Health, spirituality, love, finances, career, creativity, family, friends. Um, you know, what are your goals? Um, what what happened in 2017? Maybe you want to write a sentence. 2017, this is what my life is looking like, was looking like in 2017. This is my ultimate goal for 2018. And then start pull up maybe bullet journaling or, or writing, you know, um, a step-by-step plan as to what you want to, what you want out of every aspect of your life and, uh, what you intend to do to get that, even in the smallest of steps. Mm-hmm. And as those progress, you can even write the evidence of how you see each goal unfolding in your journal. So you have that much more motivation. Um, but that's very much, I mean, I enjoy doing that. I'm a Virgo, so I need to be mm-hmm. kind of like very analytical like that in mm-hmm. order for me to have anything. Right, but it's helpful. It totally is helpful because you have a tangible plan. 
So it's not just in your brain, like, oh, my God, you know, like a New Year's resolution, which really, like, a lot of us flunk mm-hmm. because, you know, we don't really follow up on that. But when you've got something like, you know, buy yourself a really cute notebook or a journal that you're going to carry with you. You might even write your intuitive uh, 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 promptings in that journal so you start collecting evidence and it makes you a little bit more savvy as to how to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, those are my two, two tips for Very getting the nice. survey. So wonderful. Very tangible, doable. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I definitely practice the second one. Um, I do it I do it every year. I look forward to it. I actually kind of start in December, just kind of reflecting. I love reflecting in the first, the, you know, the first month of the year in January. Then I do it again in April for my birthday. Then I do it again in September when, um, I don't know, fall gets me all, like, in the mood to just, like, be like, oh, what have I done? What's mm-hmm. left to do, right? That's kind of, like, well, my Well, it's halfway MO. through the year, too, kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah, a little bit more than that, because, I don't know, I see the leaves falling, and I'm like, oh, it's, like, you know, changing. Like, I see the changes, so I'm like, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of, like, the indicators for me. But thank you for that, Tatiana. That was really good advice. I have never heard of that path oh. either, too, so that's, that's something I think I might try. And mm-hmm. and even if you break it into these quarters, bless you, Mamita. When you break it into these quarters, what I like to do is kind of now, like for this year, last year, I was making my journal for 2018 and already putting in the moon influences and the moon cycles. Like this is a new moon, full moon in January. And this is what I want to work around that, you know, business-wise or spiritual-wise. So that, you know, you, you know, for those that are a little bruja inclined, you're, you're using that sort of aspect, too, to spark things up. You're using the astrological uh, components to help yourself. So that's added energy that, you know, most of us are oblivious to, but really is helping us if we know how to use it in the right way. Of course. Mm-hmm. And Tatiana, um, how did you begin like practicing this? Like I know it, it is the journaling and, and, you know, really writing stuff down. Is that something that works for you personally? Yeah. I mean, I've always been a writer um, as a kid and I think it's my little neurosis to write, to write things down. Like I have a computer and I have my phone, but like I can't use like the calendar on my phone. I can't use the scheduling on my computer. I have to write things down. Mm. Um, but gave me a nudge in the right direction in terms of quarter organization and stuff is, is me building my business from scratch and learning things along the way, predominantly through podcasts, mm. um, you know, entrepreneurial podcasts, listening to, to uh, this particular podcast called Being Boss mm-hmm. and, and and um, Gary Vaynerchuk and people like that who, who talk about these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I like to see results. I like to see and, and have that visual reminder. Like, especially now with the baby, I'm so inundated with so many things. Like pregnancy brain is real. <laughs> it's real. And it's still lasting me. So if I don't write it down, like I need, you know, that, that sort of comfort for me. Um, and it works, you know, and, and you can even combine other things into it, like visual board, you know, visualization board into mm-hmm. your journal for, for that first quarter. And it breaks it down into smaller steps so that it's not so overwhelming. Right. That's true. That's I think a lot of people get like lost in the mix as they're like, OK, this is a huge goal that I have for myself for June. And I'm 
like how how the heck do I work my way back and like get this done and it's only January like June feels right around the corner right yeah especially when you yeah when you're working with things like that and then if you're like a if I'm you know uh, a visionary like all of us creatives like all of us we mm-hmm. could be working on some major major goals and then we get like three freaking brilliant ideas that stream in at the same time that we want to start that's like oh my god where do I fit these new ideas in like what how do I organize my life you know mm-hmm. so it really helps you helps you to be a little bit more like a micromanager <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. I'm very organized. I'm very organized, Tatiana. And I've been using a, it's like a fun fact. I've been using a calendar ever since I got one in high school, my freshman year. (laughs) I've been using that agenda. I still have them. (sighs) Where? I will never tell. I know, right? Like, who am I? I don't understand why I kept them. But I used a calendar, like a paper calendar for like 10 more years after that, right? It's only now that I use like, a digital calendar on my phone and people are like i know you how did you go from paper to digital and i'm like i just couldn't carry that thing around with me all the time <laughs> so heavy so i'm like i had to like do something and i'm like i kept crossing things out moving things around and i'd look at my agenda i'm like this is hella ugly like <laughs> moving things around all day so going digital was actually like a fun way for me to like get my goals aligned, but still be like flexible. Like oh, I could just grab it and move it to the next day, or move this here. It's a priority now, or what have you. So, you know, I minimize the bulk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could like my back was hurting from this heavy agenda that I used to use. I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is, I have to oh, wow. change my life. But oh my thank God. you so much for that. Yeah, and also now 2018, you were talking about manifestations. What are some of the things that are in your uh, manifestation board, so to speak, or journal? Oh, for 2018. What can the Brujas um, expect from at Tatiana Tarot? By the way, just a quick insert, right? Mm-hmm. You can find Tatiana on Instagram at Tatiana Tarot or also on the website. Uh, my, yes, urban my, urban yes. Yes. my Urban Illumination, yes. My Urban Yes. So I'm um, going through a massive rebranding mm-hmm. for 2018. Mm-hmm. Now with my baby care, I have so many amazing ideas of, you know, bringing motherhood and spirituality together um inshallah i'm searching for um a book agent Mm -hmm. (laughs) writing releasing a book um i am also you know putting up on my board um dancing getting back into teaching getting back into quarterback did we know that fun fact? Uh, excuse me. We talked about that on the show heavily, and we were like, uh, get it started so that our future babies know, can take right? your classes. So wait, what, what <laughs> practice is it? What kind of dance again? Remind me. Uh, belly dance predominantly. I did belly dance well, and samba, Afro, Afro-Caribbean. Well, okay, uh, then. Uh-huh. I, I want to see it. Come so bring it back. Bring it back, girl. That felt good when you said that. I was like, yes. Girl, mm-hmm. and I'm all healed and recovered, so I'm, I can get back into it now. <laughs> Very good. Oh, my God. That'll be good for you and everyone else that takes your class. Good vibes. Send well, you lights and love I so really that could happen. Wanna, I really want to do it with the baby because um, it's, it's really her that's, like, speaking to me. That's like, Mom. Let's get back into dancing, and I'm like, yeah, on a very intuitive level, of course, she can't speak yet, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I've noticed that New Orleans, there isn't um, any, that I found, any mommy in me, 
dance programs or, you know, belly dancing with your baby, uh, you know, getting getting back to, to articulating and really isolating your mother. <laughs> Yeah, you want to she, do it, she likes the idea. Oh, she that's it. It's happening. She's Sahara like, yes. said, preach, mama. That's what she said. <laughs> that was that couldn't be more perfect and, timing. Come on, that is not a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> and and like a healthy way of like teaching her about her sexuality and, and getting into that world before the rest of the society gets her. You know, right. So so I mean, like I, I think tarot is fun but i just have so many other side plans that i want to do in 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 conjunction with my tarot work that is starting to open up as like um you know motherhood has me like feeling wow okay i created a human now what else am i going to do you feel empowered you, know? you can do anything you're yeah s- you're it's kind a of a superhero of after you give birth you're like oh so what's next <laughs> yeah like what like spirit what do you want to express through me now like mm. our possibilities are endless like you know i've, I've been like creating and, and getting into um painting and now i want to get into pottery and acting it's like it's, it's a little wild like mama needs to keep that journal up so i can be a oh little bit oh my gosh you've expanded creatively mm-hmm. sahara's gonna be like but mom can i come like can i hang no because like oh no sahara is the big reason why mommy's doing all of this because i feel like she's oh, like okay. pushing it she's like let's do this let's do this and daddy too these are things that we have spoken like last year that you know we want to kind of get into after i've recovered from pregnancy so i feel like you know you've got one life to live and you're this infinite vessel creativity why not why not experiment with that and see what you can create and where it goes and how it enhances your business um yeah i see it all as interrelated not like i'm kind of deviating from tarot but it's gonna embellish it in a way that i don't know yet so i kind of have to explore what what options that has for me yeah yeah that's a conversation i've had a lot with my friends are like well you're such a planner like you know you've um like i think people like they see that i plan and they're like oh but you're not present i'm like oh but i am like i scheduled a nap today and i'm gonna just be there with my nap (laughs) and i'm just gonna like be one with the floor sometimes i'll just get a yoga mat out and just lay down on the floor and i pass out there i find it very comfortable so like i I wonder why i don't know if this has happened to you because it sounds like you plan as well right like you're planning all these things but you're also very present so like why why do you think that gets confused in the mix Mm. Um, I think it's, it's, it's people's, um, oh God, I guess I, I kind of understand where they're coming from because you're planning for everything and yet you really don't have any control over what could potentially happen. Right. So right. I, I plan loosely. So oh, yes, yeah. these are that I want to do and that I am serious. I have the intention of doing them, but I still hold this belief system that should my plans deviate out of my control, that things are really going to organically fall into place so that everything that I desire is really going to manifest, but in a way that I couldn't foresee it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't lose faith that it, it's going to come into fruition if you have your intent there. Right. So who knows? Like maybe, okay, maybe I, I, shoot, I have the agenda of practicing two hours a day belly dancing but like oh god now i have to take sahara to the dentist or something who knows that trip could birth something else that really gets three three you know two heads with one stone type of scenario right right that so 
Yeah. So remain open and flexible. Yeah, that's been my key yeah, thing. That the flow that get, that keeps me that keeps me going. Like I plan, and I'm like, well, I couldn't. I, I wanted to take a nap, so I just can't go to Trader Joe's today. It's just like I needed this nap. That's a priority. And you got to be open right. to like changing it up. Yeah, you gotta, I, and also, you know, leave a little space in your uh, your agenda and your room for magic. Leave a little. Mm. Oh, I like that. Leave a little space for magic. Yeah, because you're leaving the intention to, to, okay, spirit, all right, now throw me some extra juice here. Mm. You know, I, l- let me see what you can do. Let's see, you know, what, what plot twists lie in store for me that's going to excite me, that's going to take me to a place that I didn't anticipate, that exceeds my expectations. So, you know, I get like that too. Um, it's not until, like, my, my business got a little bit more serious, and, of course, now I have Sahara, that planning has to be a little bit more intense and realistic, but sometimes planning can be a little daunting and tedious. Like, mm. oh God, you know, yeah. like I have a schedule now, like uh, even though these are things I want to get done, it can be a little boring sometimes. Oh yes, uh, yes. On those days I treat myself at the end of the day, I'm like, yep, I'm ordering in because there's no way <laughs> that I'm going to do all of that and have time to cook. Like, exactly, no. Exactly, <laughs> girl. like, I'm looking forward to sushi at 8 p.m. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. All this is done, and then I can yes. just have what I want at night. I know. It's right. like every day I look at the task. I'm like, oh, okay. But it's like I, I just trust. The, I just trust that it's like for the, for but the, with for the, the bigger newborn, picture. With a newborn, it is kind of like. Oh, of course. That's can't just, compare. It's just a little bit more tedious because now you're like, oh, wait, she's hungry. Especially a newborn. Like that's like you don't even sleep as much, do you? You're losing no. sleep and you still have all these, like, you know, your priorities and your side passions and your love. And it's like, how do I really realistically fit it in? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, you could have a calendar invite and it not fit with the realistic time that oh, it for takes, sure. you know? And that's what you're saying, right? Tatiana, at that point, you have to be a little more flexible and patient with yourself. Like, it's okay. Do it 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something that I can wait for tomorrow and it's not like do or die that day, right? Yep. So. Yeah, you gotta be realistic that you're not running. I mean, it's 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 uh, you're like, how do I phrase it? Like, you're running for a marathon, so mm-hmm. you want to pace yourself. Mm-hmm. And you want to like, you know, make sure that you're energized and you're you're a little bit, you know, mentally grounded and and of course realistic to to expect the unexpected and to know that everything is going to come out the plan and that, you know, it is possible to be superwoman, but it, it, it has its own limitations. Mm-hmm. And, and, not, and my whole thing about motherhood really is, is learning so much from, from my own father, who is all over the place, super busy, raising me as a single parent. And I'm like, I don't want to be stressed out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I really just want to chill and relax. And that doesn't mean be lazy. That doesn't mean don't plan. But just know that, you know, if the cosmos are telling you to turn left, don't try to break everything to turn right. You know, don't try yeah. to. Because you know, also the baby picks up on that. And, 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 you know, she subconsciously is learning from what I'm showing her and the energy I'm exuding her. So I don't want her to have that sort of experience when she's an adult and she, mm-hmm. you know, if she wants her to and whatnot, you know, because that, like, I feel like, um, you know, of course, my dad tried his best, but there are little moments of anxiety that he's had 
in raising me that I picked up, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like, oh my God, I got to rush to get everything done. There's like this frantic sense of like not enough time. And I'm like reprogramming myself from my parents, you know, so that. That's truth like, right there, I'm, right? You know? Yeah, like, still whoa, 34 like, years later for me even, like, I'm like, damn, I'm still kind of in that wavelength and I'm kind of reprogrammed, but it's not easy to undo some of these ancestral wounds. <laughs> I look at them as wounds because they still serve as barriers to in our day-to-day, you know? So, But it's good to be self-aware and try to um, address it, right? And, and learn from it and then give our, our kids a more easy flow. Um, I even say Absolutely. that to, to um, pet to the pet owners because pet owners, it, it, there's people who don't want kids and their pets are their babies. Mm. And I see that and I think it's a beautiful thing, but they have to treat them like they're human babies in that sense that they pick up on energy Mm. and that's why a lot of people say your dogs are who the owner is but i think they refer to that like it's because dogs don't look like their owners right like it's not really that it's like (laughs) it's a behavioral kind of aura thing that people are talking about so so yeah give a good environment so that your 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 people and your loved ones pick up on that too you know it's an experience you're giving your people while you're on planet earth right and boundaries you know, oh my gosh, yes. God, that's a whole other show. <laughs> I got a lot to say about like that. Family boundaries, work book. boundaries. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the next one. We got to get into that with you for oh, sure. Yes. Um, well, Tatiana, you have been a, a pleasure. Insightful. We're, it's a happy new year to all of you folks out there who are listening and tuning in today. And we thought that what better way to open up the new year than with our fellow brujita Tatiana Mm -hmm. from at Tatiana Tarot um, to give you all some inspiration and some wisdom and and start a new year off with a new slate and know that the world is yours. (laughs) Now I said that. (laughs) Anything you want to include, Tatiana, that we didn't get to ask you? The world is yours. Oh, my God. That's so funny. So I, I was in labor watching Scarface. <laughs> oh, I love you it. should have just started there, girl. And it, was, and it was a full moon, too. It's all greatness. Jay and I are, like, convinced that's what brought the baby out. And then now you're saying that, like, I'm cracking up. Hilarious. I had never seen the movie prior to. So oh, I was, wow. Like, I know. A classic. I know. I've never I seen it either. I've never seen Scarface. Well, Say no more, first Cindy. Time. First of all, she's on. She's revealing new things to me right now as her <laughs> fellow childhood friend. I'm disappointed. I know that information. I wasn't allowed to watch um, rated R movies as a kid. Oh, girl, please! But now you watch rated R movies. All the time. I you know, right. of course. But I missed out. Like everybody was like watching them as a kid, and I was like, no, I, I just can't. Like it's yeah, not allowed. Too. I'm going to give you some of that Scarface. Okay. Day, and it won't wait till your Labor Day. <laughs> 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 So tell me um, more. Wait, say that. So that, that phrase was in that movie. Yeah, it was in The Blimp, mm-hmm. um, passing Tony's mansion. And I think it's, you know, it's a metaphor for his characteristic throughout the whole movie, yeah. how he was very free to want it all. And that inevitably was his downfall. But I'm not viewing that as a downfall. <laughs> no, no. But ultimately what you're saying is that was the foundation to his inspiration. Because that's what made yeah. him feel like, Okay, yeah, I could get, I could make things happen for myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still inspiration. He took it to a different direction, and that's his. That's his bad, but the world that's is yours. That's the version of him. Yeah, he came oh, yeah. from nothing, and that's that nothing. sort of hunger and drive really drove mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. The rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. 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 
Well, that was a fun <laughs> fact. I didn't see that one coming, Tatiana. Thanks for sharing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We got a gangsta baby up in the house. Gangsta baby. <laughs> The gangsta brujita. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Bueno, Tatiana, yeah. happy new year to you and to your loved ones. Yes. Oh, likewise, my love. Happy new year to you all. This is going to be, I, I hope, is a very beautiful, magical year. Mm. Um, 2017 was, I mean, so many changes. People really waking up. So mm-hmm. 20 is to be like the call to action now, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yeah. So. Let's take over. Rise up. Okay. Indigenous Sahara, people. You want to say bye? Oh, bye, Sahara. Bye. Kind of waving. Bye, oh. <laughs> bye Bubaloo. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Tatiana, so much for your time. We'll be talking soon. And to everyone out there listening, tune in to at Tatiana Taro. That's T A T I A N N A Taro. T A R O T. OT, mm-hmm. um, or you could check her out on myurbanillumination.com. Um, anything else, Tatiana, before we go? Nothing else. You guys have been dope. So, um, yeah, blessings to this new year and to you all. Blessings. Well, this is Nat, and this is Cindy, and this is Marauder Lens. Bye. Peace.